Hi, everybody. I get to introduce my guest this week, and I am very excited to testify that while I know many wonderful women in my life, I could go on and on. Literally, dozens of women that blow me away in just their wisdom and their professionalism and uh, the way that they can produce work in ways that uh, that I could never. There's one woman in my life that um, has shown me that, uh, that truly the scripture that says, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. That scripture in Genesis chapter 2 could not be more accurate. And I've learned that most by the woman that I'm going to introduce, and that is my wife. No woman has had to endure the long-suffering passion of learning to love me like my wife. From our many walks around college campus in our early years to drives across the Midwest, my wife has dropped everything in her life on hundreds of occasions in just seven years to pursue my heart. The following stories in scripture are a glimpse into the depth of affection that Ellen has. She truly has an awe-inspiring pursuit to grow personally and professionally and give generously to all in need. She longs to be a woman who radiates a steadfast light in the world and in the church. She aims to be fearless in every aspect of her life, and she nurtures a heavenly kindness that is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. I am so excited that uh, you as the audience get to hear testimony of a silent pearl in the Sioux Falls community. So let's get to our first story. I hope you all enjoyed the intro as much as I did. Now we're going to go into a quote from Bill Gates. And the quote goes, Most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And what I'm going to jump into for this podcast is just talking is authentically as I can about my wife and things that she will never really say publicly because there's no need to, I have the awesome opportunity to share these things. And it's probably most beneficial for me, but I believe it'll be beneficial for you because you can think about those in your life who have done a lot in a short amount of time um, and maybe have done a lot over a longer amount of time. 
And so either way, I, th- I think um, in today's podcast, you're going to get a really good glimpse of just perspective and in different um, practical and spiritual tools you can use that will help you see those around you from a um, brighter light. And so we'll get started with the first story. So what I did to get ready for this segment of the podcast is I looked over the last nine years of Ellen and I's life and specifically from the lens of my wife and what I've got to um, experience with her and um, be able to share with you just briefly what life has looked like in our life and um, just try to let you see what I've got to see from my perspective. And so um, what I'm going to read to you now is just a short list. I didn't want to be too extensive with this for sake of time, but also uh, I think you'll get the idea so that you can practice it for those that you love and those who um, also you are possibly leading and who are in your life in a special way that um, you could possibly um, benefit to think about how they have lived out the last years of their life, however however long you've known them. So that being said, I'm going to jump into this list. So in 2012... Ellen and I had the opportunity to um, get engaged, and in that experience, Ellen did all of the wedding planning, um, and we were dating long distance. Those were a few big notes in 2012. In 2013, we got married. Ellen transferred colleges from USF to a Lakota college on the Pine Ridge Reservation, In 2014, Ellen transferred schools again back to USF, got a heavy part-time job at the YMCA in Sioux Falls, and had her first baby. And when I say her first baby, it was our first baby, but Ellen will very much appreciate, and any woman out there I'm sure will appreciate when I say had your first baby, because definitely the women are the ones birthing and having the baby. So I honor that part of the verbiage. So in 2015, Ellen had a husband, myself. (laughs) I'm the only husband she's had. Had a husband way over his head in a commission-based starter company. She worked through very hard times in marriage with me. And we had our second baby. She delivered our second baby in December of that year. In 2016, Ellen finished her undergraduate degree and transitioned into a full-time position at the YMCA, aiming to be in HR. In 2017, she maintained 
many healthy friendships and grew a lot personally and professionally. She started getting passionate about her financial situation, our financial situation, and helped steward paying off over $50,000 in debt in one year. And yes, she had another baby at the, at the tail end of 2017. In 2018, she watched me grow into my new career opportunity and supported me in every way I could have possibly thought of. She stepped into a full-time role as HR director at the Sioux Falls YMCA. She also sold all the baby stuff, which we had acquired because she was done having babies. In 2019, Ellen bought all new baby stuff because we chose to try for baby four. So while pregnant for another nine months and having three kids under five, Ellen worked full-time in HR, started a new business in Sioux Falls doing a CPR training class, applied and was accepted into the master's program of business admin at USF, and we bought and moved into our first home. In the midst of it all, in 2019, Ellen read various titles from C.S. Lewis, at least 11 books from the Old and New Testament, all the Harry Potters, and a handful of other leadership, parenting, and lifestyle titles. So far in 2020, Ellen is working extremely hard to get up early and stay up late to fit in all the things that she loves. I have never been so close to someone, so unfortunately I do have a bias here, but I genuinely believe that Ellen has never looked better. She's never worked with more grace and ease. She works from a place of abiding and not striving. And she serves with more joy with each and every passing day. And so as I share that and what a joy it was just to reflect on the last nine years and uh, I felt and, uh, and, and saw it was, it was just such a cool quote from Bill Gates and um, just how timely it is that we're n- nearing a decade here. And um, again, like I said, Ellen is, is not one who's ever going to boast about these things. She's um, very humble and um, she's not going to be one who looks to be accomplished or look for likes on Facebook. Um, I am, I am much more um, prone to, to those type of um, just needs of affirmation. Um, If there's anything that I've learned about Ellen, it's that uh, her, her love languages are, are quality time and just alone time. So uh, I hope that is um, a good starting place to uh, kick off our podcast. And uh, we're actually going to jump right into our equipping and challenge section. And I appreciate you taking a listen. We'll uh, hear for a word from our sponsor. And I'll see you in a minute.
With over a decade of professional experience in the Sioux Empire, voted number one in local best surveys for eight consecutive years, Select Painting is South Dakota's largest painting company. I am honored to say that while SP continues to impact the lives of their employees and customers as they grow, the company relentlessly aims to deepen their vision of transforming lives growing in excellence. I have the honor of witnessing the owners, managers, and painters continue to practice the values of family, fun, grit, and growth in a way that changes the atmosphere of every job site they work on. In February, Select Painting is offering a special Painter for a Day package while continuing to give free estimates to residential customers. Select Painting is also at the beginning of their recruiting season while hiring positions for commercial and residential for the spring, summer, and fall. Thank you again, SP, for all you do to make this podcast a reality. And that's this week's sponsor. Hi, everybody. Thank you for taking a break from the podcast quick. I want to take a moment just to highlight a TLGE Network event this week. Uh, This Thursday, the 20th, we are going to be at Denny Sanford and a group of us at the TLGE Network are going to be going to the Corn Concert and we're going to hope to pray before and after with Brian and Fieldy. If you don't know about this event, uh, it has been uh, captured on video various times that uh, Brian and Fieldy are born again believers and they take time to go to you know the, the front gate, the ticket area, to pray for their guests. And they do that again before and after. And so we are going to have dinner uh, before we go to the concert. And then we're going to show up a little bit early and uh, just pray for people. And so um, if that sounds like something you're interested in, we're not going to, to pray in any type of judgment. We're going to pray in love and power. And we're excited to uh, just welcome Brian and Fieldy and, and Breaking Benjamin and Corn and to our city. And we're excited to be able to just show them honor and love and support and, and really show them that we're excited about what they're doing around the world. So if that's something you're interested in, feel free to come and join us. Uh, we already bought our tickets, but uh, I'm sure there are still tickets available. So we hope to see you there. We're uh, going to have a few signs and see if, uh, see if we're allowed to, to use those or not, and uh, we're excited. So thanks for uh, listening to this announcement, and we'll get back to the podcast. So for this equipping section of the podcast, I want to be as practical as possible in past podcasts there's been I think a lot more spiritual emphasis on how to use our past and use our stories but with Ellen I think it's an amazing example um, of her ability to be organized and to be able to obviously have something going 
in her life that helped her to keep everything in balance. And obviously, for those of you who don't know Ellen, it's not as powerful of a testimony. But if you do know Ellen, or if you just take my word for it, anyone um, would, I think, say that's walked with our family over the last nine years. Ellen has been very steady. She has been someone who um, many friends have trusted and um, went to Ellen for support. And so um, myself included way more times than anyone else did I use in a lot of ways Ellen's strength as a as someone I trusted that strength. And so um, the word I want to focus on there is organized. And, and, and that's what I really think um, has the biggest um, practical tool that we can take. Um, and again, that's not to um, little the, the, the spiritual part of her life. But um, I think that she's put a lot of time into scheduling her life and in stewarding all the time that she has to the best of her ability. And so a couple things that come to mind right away is she is awesome with Google Calendar. For those of you who don't use Google Calendar or use, you know, Apple Calendar, I strongly recommend that that's something that you take a look at if you have a significant other or um, or you're married especially with kids I think it's essential to have a, a linked calendar together but then if you're you know single and you don't have a significant other um, usually means you're working a lot and you have a lot of downtime and so being organized and being scheduled would be a great way to just learn to know how you're using your time and not to make you feel bad for, you know, however you're filling in that those time slots, but but that you can look back, you know, on on the the month or the or the year even and and that's what's so awesome about calendars is they save all the information. So you can look back and you can look at every meeting, you can look at whatever you want to, to help you think about, you know, the upcoming year and or the upcoming month and, and plan. So, um, yeah, Ellen has helped me a lot tremendously in getting more organized every year. I get better. I, I, I wish I could say every week. I wish I could say every month, but for me, it's really been just a year by year basis of getting be- better at being organized. So I think that's practical number one as far as how she's stayed organized. Um, The next thing that comes to mind is that she um, has a lot of written down um, priorities and um, and like food calendars. Um, So she writes down um, all the recipes that that she thinks go well. Um, You know, we've tried dozens and dozens of different recipes 
um, over the over the years and and she's done a great job of really keeping track of what what we did a good job eating um i I don't know if she keeps track of the details of leftovers but but she does a great job of of um not um forgetting those type of items and, and even you know when i say recipes you know she doesn't just say you know the name of the dish but she'll be specific and she'll save links if she got it online etc so she's organized in that way when it comes to food and then what i mentioned as well she's um, really good at prioritizing Um, she's getting better and better every year Uh, but uh, i mentioned in the podcast just talking about our finances and one one summer of going through Dave Ramsey and and that was loosely we went through that content and she was able to completely take all the work I had done for almost four and a half years and got a and gotten us into easily twenty thousand dollars worth of credit card and other debts and she was able to make a plan and and create a, an entire you know um, Excel sheet where she could track all the money, all the income, all the expenses. She had it all figured out within. I would say she had it figured out within six months. It's taken really two years to still make it a really um, practical tool that we can use every day. Um, there's a lot of software out there um, that you know you can use to track your money um dave ramsey has some free apps and um there's some other um software out there that you might have to pay a little bit for but uh it's it, it could be well worth it depending on where you are financially so that's a huge one when i think about being organized um a lot of that comes down to just what do we do with our money and what we do with our money really determines a lot of like what we do does that make sense because if i know i don't have any money to go out and watch a movie at the theaters i'm not gonna go watch a movie at the theaters i'm gonna get a two dollar red box instead and uh that's what i'm gonna do with my time and and my money so that's the second part i want to share on being organized would be priorities and and um, and food calendar. The third part I want to share on being organized is relationally. Ellen has done an amazing job, and I, and I want to testify um, to the fact that she's done an amazing job of of balancing being a first of all a daughter of God, and 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 spending time with God. She does a great job of. Um, being a, a great wife and uh and spends as much time with me as i as i ask for um she will drop almost anything at any time obviously other than babies because she loves her babies and it's not okay to drop babies so she will um she will always um make time for me if i ask and, and as far as being a, a, a mom, obviously four kiddos, um, five, four, two, and, and three months. Um, she has obviously got a lot 
that she's learning as a mom. Um, and so there's frustrations there. But as far as being organized and doing her best to learn about the kiddos and, and reading books and, and taking classes and watching online content and doing everything she can, obviously there's always more you can do. But um, I think getting the foundation in place of just understanding that that kids need choices and 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 she needs to um you know be able to give those choices to the kiddos um, age appropriately and she's just done an amazing job of being organized and and every day she you know from from just her thoughts around um you know what's a what's a balanced day look like uh, what's a balanced week look like you know in our family and and, and trying to parent well together. She's, uh, she's a leader. She really is. And, and I do my best to, to, to lead as well as, as a, as a, as the father, um, to the kiddos, but, um, golly, I don't know the, the leadership of, of, you know, her parenting style is, is really awesome. She had great parents and, uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. They taught her a lot about responsibility and, um, I, I think around just, you know, personal, um, autonomy and, um, so that's, uh, that's, a that's, that's the last part I wanted to share on, um, you know, relationally, she does, she does a great job of being organized and, and keeping her priorities for her family in the right place, the best she can. And then obviously with her, with her, you know, family, her parents and her, and her brother and her, and, um, and her, and her extended family. And, um, and obviously, uh, you know, um, you know, she has to uh, balance friends in there as well. And so she does a great job. I just am so impressed by what she does on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis to really, um, ad- address where there are people in her life that she feels, you know, uh, need her attention or, or she feels like she has, um, not, not given them enough attention. She, she does a good job of, you know, whether it's just reaching out and, and trying to, you know, make a connection or, you know, praying about it or, or, um, or just trusting that, that it's going to be okay. And, and so, that's uh that's the thoughts i have around oh what it looks like to be a good um yeah steward of your um, relational priorities um so those are the three things that i wanted to share and um, i hope that that cohesively comes together for you as far as you know different parts of being organized and it's not just you know this really broad word and generic and boring it's it's actually very multifaceted it's it's uh it's beautiful it's it's dynamic it's um it's not just like a desert it's very mountainous and and um and and there's and there's and there's jungles and there's oceans and there's there's so many there's so many beautiful concepts um to to ellen's life and the way that she stays organized so Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll jump into the challenge section. I 
I wanted to make a quick addition to our equipping section, and that is a tool that I use often, and I got it from a supervisor at Select Painting, and it is called a digital brain. And so this is a Google Sheet, and what it does is gives you ample space to write down all the various different tasks that might come in during a day or during a week and uh, you can write down each individual task or uh, thing that comes uh, in, in, in your path that uh, maybe it's too small or it's or it's not necessarily relevant to put it on a calendar uh, this is a great uh, way to stop having to use post-its or scratch something down on a random piece of paper. So um, I'm actually going to put this in the episode notes of our podcast. You'll see that uh, when you when you click into the podcast, you should be able to see uh, the description of the podcast, and that's where I'm going to put some uh, hyperlinks to um, a, a book that Ellen and I recommend, and I'll have the digital brain in there that uh, you should be able to click on and make a copy for yourself and um, hopefully be able to use it. So that is the digital brain, and uh, we'll get to uh, the rest of our podcast. So I just uh, started touching on part of the challenge uh, for this week at the end of the equipping section, and I started talking about uh, mountains and deserts and um, and oceans and and what is that, right? Well, this is the best way I can explain it for you metaphorically, but uh, but I'm gonna try to lay it out for you practically. So the challenge is there are. There are natural things that you're good at. I, I know that you are good at certain things when it comes to being organized. Um, it might be that technology is is something that you are good at, and you, and you like technology. You like reminders. You like uh, being able to you know have all of that kind of one one button away. Um, and so you know, for some of you, um, that might be. Um, you know, very much an ocean breeze for you. I just think about the image of, you know, being on a sailboat and, and, uh, and it's smooth sailing and, um, you know, that's, that's really easy for you. And so, um, I encourage you to start there, you know, start with, start with, uh, you know, the, the, uh, I don't want to say the easy thing, but start, start at your strength. And so, um, that's what I would encourage is, is start with the Google calendar and get that to a place that it's, it's really, um, full and, and you have it, um, where you're using it every day and ideally in some new ways, um, you know, whether it's Google keep, uh, which is kind of like a notes app to Google calendar, you can sync Google keep and Google calendar. And and that's been really handy. Um, or it's, or it's just wiping your calendar totally clean and starting afresh. I did that recently and it's been really helpful. So, um, so that might be your ocean, right? Um, your desert, your hardest thing, uh, something that's going to get you, um, really hot and, um, and at the same time really cold because deserts can get really cold as well. What might that be for, in your organization? Um, is it going to be, you know, keeping track of your food? 
and um, is it do you do you kind of cringe at the thought of um, you know trying to think about how much money you spend um, every month um, on fast food and going out and um, and just having to think about cooking more that just immediately just gets you all sorts of flustered um, that might be your desert that might be a really hard thing for you and for the next 40 days um, just like Jesus in the desert that that might not be fun and uh, there might be a lot of temptation there might be a lot of struggle but uh, but I think it would be well worth it for you to consider figuring out what it's going to take to make some big changes and get yourself organized um, and and ask for help Um, i've shared in other podcasts you know get a friend get get an accountability uh, you know friendship in your life and ask them to ask you every day what's your plan for you know food what's your what did you do over the weekend to get groceries and just really get someone to um, help you and and start a new habit of being more organized around food if that is your desert right if if and that's just an example so and then the mountain um the mountain in regards to being organized you know mountain has mountains have up and down so um when i think about that um it it can be easy and hard at the same time and and so being organized again just another example of um, what you might be experiencing in in one of these areas so it could be digital there might be up and downs it might be food it might be up and downs Uh, obviously another example would be relationally Um, I haven't mentioned that one yet so um, I think that's a good good connection to how um, relationships go in our lives um, you know, one, one month you might try to get organized and say, okay, I'm going to reach out to, you know, all my high school friends or all my college friends. And I'm just gonna, you know, throughout the month, I'm going to reconnect with them. And then, um, you might have a horrible, um, tragedy happen, uh, you know, in your, in your life. And, and someone might, uh, get seriously hurt. Uh, someone might pass away and, uh, and you have to totally just like re- reorient yourself and um and focus on on your immediate family and you won't be able to you know you know stay committed to uh what you hope to to be organized to and you know focus on all your high school or college friends and so um as we all know you know relationships um go so up and down and um we in so many ways we just don't have control of other people um, basically at all other than we can you know organize meetings with them and and if everything works out we have those meetings or we don't so um that's uh that's something that comes to mind as far as being organized um and then kind of again practically um just having having the understanding of the of of if this is going to be challenging to 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 practice any of these things it's going to be challenging especially you know you're you're listening to my thoughts on you know this tlge network podcast Um, a lot of you know me you know you see me every day and uh, others of you never see me either way 
who am I to give you any advice and um, you know what's what's all this really anyways well for me this is really good to um, you know challenge myself to you know practice what I'm sharing and so I'm excited to to practice these things uh, I know that every time I um, do a podcast uh, it's it's an amazing opportunity for me to really digest information in a new way and so um, you know I, I've listened to a lot of podcasts um, leading up to you know starting this podcast and I have I have practiced many things that I have listened to in other podcasts so so I know it can be done uh, I know that uh, usually the more credible uh, a speaker is usually the more weight we give them but I can I can just testify that there are there are at least almost a half dozen podcasters that I listen to that I don't know if anyone would know their name or very few of them would know their name and I listen to them almost every week and my life has been drastically improved and challenged in the specifically the last year um i've I've really only listened to podcasts for the last three years and in the last year specifically i really started to understand um what to listen for and and how to actually apply the things that i was um learning so so that's it everyone uh that is this week's podcast um i'll do a little outro in just a minute but uh, i hope that you do feel challenged and i hope that you feel um equipped and empowered to to go and and um and organize more um of your heart and your mind and uh if you haven't heard it's an 18 inch journey Uh, it's only 18 inches from your head to your heart but uh, that 18-inch journey can be, can be very challenging to, to get your um, heart to do uh, what you want it to uh, and to get, to, to, infer, to get your brain to think what you want it to. So um, uh, we're in this journey together, and I, I appreciate you taking time to listen. And uh, I, yeah, I've, again, I am naturally transitioning, I suppose, here uh, in this uh, to just into an outro. So that was fun. I, I'm thankful for Ellen. Thank you so much, Ellen, for letting me share just briefly your story and our story. And I appreciate um, everyone uh, listening and and uh, allowing you know my uh, wife and I to be a testimony and and uh and a part of your day and your night or you know whenever you're listening to this so have a great day and i look forward to next week's podcast thanks again for listening to this week's podcast And before I let you go, I wanted to share that if you are enjoying this podcast and um, 
you would like to share it, I would encourage you to share it on whatever social media or you can put it in text message and send it off to to friends and family. Uh, The other thing, if uh, you're not ready to share it and that's because you want it to get better, I would be happy to uh, take any constructive criticism that you are willing to offer. So uh, my Facebook name is Gordon Ellen Stewart. my, my wife and I have a joint Facebook page, so that's why um, um, it sounds that way, because it's my first name and my wife's first name with a hyphen in the middle, Stuart. And I would appreciate uh, any uh, messages. I also have a Facebook page called TLGE Network, and you can send me a direct message there as well. So I appreciate um, all you do to support this podcast and I appreciate um, any feedback I get whether positive or constructive so thanks again and uh, we'll jump into our song of the week and that is God of Revival by Bethel Mm -hmm.